It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, joined by our good friends from the War Report. Happy War Report Wednesday, everyone. Mike G, C-Dub, how we doing, guys? Amazing. We yeah, he's doing really well. Uh, uh, he just got finished celebrating a birthday. So. Yeah. Oh, happy yeah. birthday. I had no idea. Happy birthday, dude. Happy yeah, man, birthday. Thanks. Made it another year. Made it another year. Congratulations. So. Congratulations. Uh, before we jump into today's show, uh, brought to you by our good friends at Fetch Me, FetchMeDelivery.com. They are the go-to source in Auburn, Opelika for fast, convenient, and reliable meal delivery and takeout ordering. Nobody delivers a higher quality of service than Fetch Me. The Go Local mantra of Fetch Me extends their relationships with small and local restaurant owners who see Fetch Me as a partner in growing their local businesses in Auburn and Opelika. So when you place an order, use promo code LOCALMEALS to get $10 off. Any order over $30. FetchMeDelivery.com or their free app. Gentlemen, I would love to hear y'all's thoughts and kind of what you've heard from the scrimmage on Saturday night before we kind of look ahead to uh, to other stuff. C-Dub, what have you heard? What do you think the talking points coming out of it are? Uh, it's basically been about how the defense kind of had its way uh, on that scrimmage. There was a lot of talk about the fact that they did do a few good things positively offensively tank and Shivers were able to run the ball, but much was made of how well the defensive line played, how the linebackers were flying around. And of course the secondary was the beneficiary of two or three interceptions, depending on who you talk to. Right. So the, the much of the storyline was the defense was successful, which is to be expected early on in the fall camp. You're running base offenses. The defenses have seen a lot of what you're doing, so they already know how to instinctively attack. So they should have a bit of a leg up on a scrimmage. So that's good to see. I would be worried if they were not winning the scrimmage or did not win the scrimmage. So there are some things about offensively, some concerns we talked about on our weekend tailgate this past weekend Mm -hmm. uh, about some of the turnovers. Uh, There was word that there was a fumble by by a tank we believe and of mm. course there were two interceptions thrown uh by what we believe is bo nicks so those are things that you know you're you're hoping that gets cleaned up in the following practices i hadn't heard about the fumble from tank that's interesting i mean that was kind of the yeah. weakness of his recruiting tape his recruiting profile was you know ball security when he was in high school and then he fumbled an eight eight too, right? Am I, or am I making that we up? Did. We yeah, did. We did. I mean, is that a concern at all? That's that's news to me. Yeah, anything that's still happening at this point is definitely a concern. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because right now you're creating habits that you're going to take into the season. So, eight uh, eight came and went. You know, he had a fumble there while he was trying to run hard. 
Uh, he was picking up extra yards, kind of beasting it. And, right. you know, nobody saw, nobody, very few people saw this scrimmage. So all the accounts we have, Zach, are secondhand accounts. Now, it feels right. like everybody and their mother had somebody who was there watching it live. Yeah. And the reports out of this, you know, the, the fumble stood out to me. Uh, not something I'm super concerned about, but in a tight game, ball security is a worry. I don't care what point it's he's not a first year back. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, for a guy who a lot of people are, are have him as kind of like a fringe Heisman contender, ball security is an issue. If you're hearing that coming out of a practice right now, the idea that the defense should be ahead of, of the offense is it's, it's overblown really like, you know, as a whole, yes, but for certain players, uh, it shouldn't be, it's not, you're not playing catch up. So what do we have? We've got a third-year quarterback. We got his presumed backup, who is a second-year quarterback. And then we have a true freshman who just got here in the winter. And Harson didn't talk about either one of the one or two quarterbacks right. in any kind of detail. He just he just gave us some generic, you know, hey, the offense did some good things. You know, there's some stuff for us to clean up. Uh, there was there was a reason they didn't let the press in. So I'm not sure we take too much away from this scrimmage. But some of the football things that we heard that came out of here are definitely concerning. And this for these first four games, this, this schedule to start the season, this first uh, third of the season is a gift because they get to start out against what possibly is a bottom 10 defense in the, in the FBS against Akron. Sure. And we might need that. So what I'll be watching for is in this second scrimmage that's coming up, based on what we heard in the first scrimmage about D. Davis kind of making the third and second team defense look silly at times. You know, Harson said he had some gamesmanship and he was out there just playing football because mentally he's caught up to what they are asking him to do. And we heard that about D. Davis all along, right? I mean, highest level of, of, of Texas high school football, arguably the highest level of high school football in all the country. But, man, when the lights came on, that dude got it done. And, right, and that's yeah. essentially what it was Saturday night. Well, he was. he's no longer processing um, – in college now and you know i mean he spent the summer it sounds like absorbing what he was supposed to do and this is something zach that i thought would put a lot of the quarterbacks on an even footing is that this is a brand new system and it not only is it a brand new system it is drastically different from what they were being asked to do Mm -hmm. so a guy comes in and he was a little bit behind in terms of just game speed in the spring but now it seems like he's caught made up some ground there and I'll be watching this next scrimmage to see if the coaches give him more work with the second team or even the first team. And same with Finley, based on what we uh, we heard. So, you know, uh, I had three people there who were watching it live, mm-hmm. uh, giving me a play by play. And I can tell you all three said both should be worried based on his performance. So, you know, we get we got coach speak. Sure. About what happened. You know, uh, if, if you don't believe it was coach speak, I don't know what to say to you. But uh, uh, let's let's watch Friday and see what Harson does, because he promised us competition. And I think in this scrimmage, he delivered on that. I really do. 
C-Dub, do you buy that? Do you buy that Bo Nix should be worried about being Auburn's starting quarterback? Um, yeah. Wow, I okay. Do. I do. And, and the reason why I do is I think we all can agree that he doesn't have the, the long leash he used to have. So that means that his margin for error isn't what it once was. And one of the things that we heard, one of the turnovers or the interceptions was a miscommunication between him and the right. receiver. Okay. New offense where well, the receiver was, who was assumed to be, he was injured in spring. Okay. I get that. That can be cleaned up. But yeah. one of the interceptions was one where <laughs> we've seen this movie before. Bo rose out, right? Oh, tries to make something out, tries to be touchdown Jesus and turn water into wine. Yeah. And we've seen that before. And those, those are some of the mental aspects of the game that we're hoping to see improvement from. And a lot of people have made a, a, a lot of excuses for Bo and talking about the line. I personally believe that under Brian Harson and Mike Bobo, that they're only asking him to do what's in his control. And that is, Take what the defense gives you. And in our conference, there's going to be certain plays where the defense gives you nothing. Right. If you're on the road against LSU, if you're at home against Georgia, Alabama, sometimes they're going to give you nothing. Right. Sometimes the defensive coordinator is going to make a better call than Mike Bubbo will. It just happens. It's a part of the game. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what happens, regardless of who gets beats up, who gets beat up front, you have to make the best decision for your team. Sometimes that's you just eating the ball and taking a sack. Sometimes that's you rolling right or getting out of the pocket and throwing it away. If you can get two or three yards, get two or three yards and get down mm -hmm. and live to play another day. That's in Bo's control. So when I hear that you're rolling out right and throwing an interception, trying to make something out of nothing, yeah. that's concerning that's because we've seen this movie before and Rotten Tomatoes has already given it a 10%. Oh, In other man. words, we don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. Right. So I just want to see those are things that I want to see in the upcoming scrimmage, less of that. Sure. Right. The offensive line, they're trying to work through that. I get that. But I want to see better, more consistent decision making where Bo is not hurting us. Instead, he's helping us. Today's show brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Head over to betonline.ag, and when you make your first deposit after making your free account, use promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Our friends from the War Report joining us. War Report Wednesday here on Locked On Auburn. What's going on at the War Report these days? Oh, man, listen, we are getting ready for the season uh, just like you are. So a lot of exciting things happening over at the War Report. Uh, you know, we've, we've got a game day experience that we're going to have for our insiders. Uh, we're, we're doing a Monday film review where we'll be breaking down what happened every Monday from the previous Saturday. 
Uh, that's something that we're very excited about, about bringing our uh, bringing our subs. And we're also raising money for a good cause. You know, our platform has grown. And so our social responsibility is we want to put some good back into the world. Sure. So we uh, we're raising money for the Lee County Humane Society. Um, you can find that link in the about section of our YouTube channel. But uh, we're trying to help them save all the puppies, Zach. So. I got my dog from the Lee County Humane Society, so hey, I man, love that. Man. My wife used to work there when she was in school, so big fan of what those guys do. Good for you guys. That's awesome. That's awesome. How can people find all y'all's content? Uh, listen, we are The War Report on YouTube. That's where we live. But you can also find us at The War Report on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok at TW Report. So awesome. We got all the social medias covered. So we were talking about the offensive line and uh, reports coming out as we record this right after practice gets done on Tuesday afternoon, because my thing is like, okay, once the offensive line, you know, once they get done with all the mixing and matching and they kind of solidify in place and it's like, okay, this is a unit moving forward. I think they're going to take a big step forward, but they're still mixing and matching up front guys. Looks like the starters today, Troxel at left tackle Council at left guard. Typically, he's been at right guard. At left guard, Nick Brom staying at center. Keandre Jones at right guard. Of course, Keandre came in for Council after Council got hurt last year. And then Brendan Coffey at right tackle. That was the first unit. So, Tayshawn Manning got booted from, you know, the first teams, uh, you know, first team left guard to the second team left guard in the scrimmage. They moved Jaleel Irvin up to see what he could do. So what do y'all think about, one, the mixing and matching of all this, C-Dub, and then two, like, is Tayshawn Manning, is he not is he not a favorite to be a starter anymore? Because it seems like they're trying to find groups of five that don't involve him with the ones at the moment. There's two things to this. Uh, I think they're just trying to get, trying to find out who they're five. Who's the yeah. five guys, right? And that's encouraging to me because, as, as what Mike G alluded to earlier is we wanted to see Harson and the coaching staff get into the fall camp and actually provide competition at every level. Remember, this is something he talked about after TJ Finley agreed to play for Auburn and sign with Auburn. He wants to see competition at every level. And it looks like he's making good on that. Mm-hmm. Now we were hearing some reports. We don't know how true it is that Keandre, Keandre Jones was banged up, which could have, led to why you're seeing a lot of shuffling going on because the reality of the matter is that Auburn's not deep at the O-line position. Right. So in the event that someone does go down, you need to know what kind of combinations work for you uh, under the assumption that we don't go through the full season with a healthy O-line. So I understand on two fronts that you want open competition. You want to give guys a fair shot at getting the at winning a starting role. Then you want to see – if we have to shuffle guys around, what are our best combinations that give us the best opportunity to do what we want to do offensively? Sure. So I, I think those are two things we have to consider with it. I'm not I'm not concerned about the, the movement of Tayshawn. He could be he could be uh the, on the first team by the time they do the open practice this weekend at the rate they're moving guys around. Yeah, right. But what I expect to see that as you get closer to Akron, you start to see the, that and a better idea of who that five are. Who is on that starting five and see them get more of the reps and whoever that is, whether it's Tayshawn Manning at left guard or if it's Troxel at left tackle or wherever Braddon council is, he seems to be doing the most movement along the offensive line. Whoever that is, that's who the coaching staff feels more confident in. 
with the way they're moving guys, I mean, it's like musical chairs on, on the front line. Yeah, it, it is. And I get the idea behind it. But once again, at some point, you've got to anchor down. And I don't think it's the week of Akron. And maybe because it's Akron and you know you're going to beat them, maybe it can be because you still have got two weeks of in-season practice before you go to Penn State. But I don't know. I, I just expected that to be solidified at this point. But it hasn't been. Mike G, your thoughts? I would expect to see it. I would expect to see a better idea after this second scrimmage. Yeah. After yeah. Friday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what, what you're going to see coming up is, is that they're getting pretty close to, you know, uh, the focus on fundamentals and all that stuff. To some extent, you've got to move your focus to uh, installing a plan for game day. And they, but to do that, you had to know who's playing where. Mm-hmm. So some of these position battles, this was this first scrimmage. I think there was an idea out there that, oh, it's just the first scrimmage. Well, if you're buying for a starting spot, it wasn't just the first scrimmage. Right. You know, that scrimmage meant a lot in terms of where you were at in the pecking order and whether you actually made a, took a step closer to, to winning a starting job or being the backup. Yeah. So the musical chairs that we're seeing is a direct symptom of the state that this offensive line was left in and picked up by this current coaching staff. Right. Because they've got to figure out in case of emergency. I talked about this one time on the show before uh, in the past, it has been a merry-go-round every time we've had an injury rather than having the natural backup at that position, just step up. It's let's move around and try to find the best combination and still get the best guys on the field. Mm-hmm. That's the hard to do in our league. So until such a time where we can recruit that position better and develop, because again, you're talking about a position that has a, 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 a group that has been under recruited and underdeveloped. There's some talent there, but uh, uh, you have to anticipate in our league. You have to anticipate attrition, and when that attrition comes, you have to have a plan. And what we're seeing is they're trying to develop a plan for when that happens, because this group is going to be under the microscope this season, Mm -hmm. particularly depending on who plays quarterback. So if it's, you know, Bo, then a porous offensive line means Bo on the run all the time. Like, uh, like Caesar said, Rotten Tomatoes has rated that movie. We've seen it. It's not good. Right. Uh, You know, if it's TJ, still not good. Because he can't arguably he can't, worse, actually. Yeah, yeah. He he can't escape pressure the way that Bo can. Now he so will he, stand in the pocket better and take a hit better than possibly. Bo will. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we saw it at LSU. I think he saw. I think we saw a lot of examples of him still delivering the throw while knowing he was going to get absolutely rocked. Uh, rocked. I, I, th- I, th- I think we saw that. Yeah, yeah. And offensively, that you know, again, if that's going to be the case and he's going to be your quarterback, then the scheme has to help him out. Three-step drop, quick releases, you know, things that take the pressure off, you know, uh, O-line that's going to need some time to gel. Right. So the coaches play a role in this too. You're right. right? You're absolutely right. You cannot have what we had before where there's all these slow-developing play-action plays that require them to block for more than three seconds. Remember, in our league, after about 2.6, 2.7 seconds, if you're still holding the ball, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. And there are a few special quarterbacks at this level and the next that can extend plays out to three to four seconds, and it's a good thing. Right? Only a few quarterbacks can do that. Yeah. 
You know, so uh, I don't think any of them are on our roster currently unless it's Demetrius Davis. So uh, they're going to have to come up with a plan that, that helps, the, helps the line just as much as the quarterback and the receivers. But apparently the most impressive thing about Davis' his play from Saturday night when he stole the show was him climbing the pocket and stepping up in the pocket. It wasn't him running around. Now, they had some mm-hmm. design runs for him where he would keep the ball and, you know, he could beat the edge defender, you know, outside, but... From a passing standpoint, it sounds like Demetrius Davis's success and him stealing the show had to do with him climbing the pocket, which is right. not what Bo Nix has been doing, apparently. Well, we saw that. We've seen that. We see that story from him in high school, right? Yeah. You're talking about a guy who's plus 70% completion percentage in high school and not just completing passes, but accurately completing passes. Uh, so he can sit in the pocket or he can use his athleticism. We've seen him do both. Doing it at this level is a different story. Yeah. But there is at least a foundation there for him to kind of build on uh, in this new system. I think they were impressed by his athleticism. Now, uh, a lot of people will tell you, well, that was against the third team defense. But when a player is gifted, when he goes against the third team defense, the report, he should look great. Mm hmm. He should look awesome, right? He should embarrass the third team defense, and to some extent, sounds like that was there. Really, yeah, challenge the second team defense. Yeah. Right now, I'm of the I'm on the train that this defense, Zach, has a chance to be all time great, particularly in our defensive backfield. Sure. So it was not a shock that we came up with some turnovers defensively in this game. To me, uh, I think that uh, there were reports that uh, uh, JJ Pakis and Romello Height were kind of doing work on that D-line, and if the D-line finds a way to, to to get better this season substantially, just watch out. I mean, they may be able to go out there and pitch a few shutouts Yeah, uh, if we cannot put them behind the eight ball in terms of field position. So, you know, when I'm looking at this and I'm thinking about you know, what we have uh, at every position offensively, uh, you're right. I mean, the, you've got extended practices for the first couple games. So they've got a little bit of grace before they go to Penn State. And I'm, I'm of the opinion that that's not a game we have to win. But it is a game that will show us where we're at. Sure. Right? You right. know, like how close are we to being a complete team? Or is it is this offense going to come together this year without significant changes? Right. Right. It's a War Report Wednesday here on Locked on Auburn. And today's show is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. My box of Rocky Road Built Bars came in. Uh, absolutely incredible. One of my favorites. And, you know, I've had a bunch of different flavors of Built Bars. They're all good, but this one uh, is definitely one of the top two or three. Very, very good. So be sure to do that. It's a special flavor, limited edition or limited time, rather. So uh, be uh, be sure to go to head to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. That is at Built.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. 
Guys, we don't have too much longer, but I do want to ask both of you guys this question. We're over halfway through fall camp at this point. C-Dub, if you had to pick a player or two that's going to benefit over the next two weeks as far as them winning a position battle or solidifying themselves in a position battle or just overall getting better as a player, who do you think benefits the most on this roster over the next two weeks of having fall camp? Uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go for a wild card and just go with JJ Pegues. Ooh, uh, I like that. And and with the news of us losing a guy on the D line uh, a week or so ago, he has the opportunity to actually be a part of the game plan, be a part of the rotation. All right. And so for him to actually perform the way he did in the first scrimmage was major for him and hopefully he can ride that success into the second scrimmage to where the coaches actually see him as a key contributor we already know where tony fair is going to be we already know colby wooden there's been great talk about what harris is doing yeah before a guy who just a year ago was on the offensive side of the ball he has a great opportunity to actually write his story on the defensive side with his athleticism to hopefully wreak havoc on opposing offenses this year. Yeah. yeah. J.J. Pegues is my guy. And you mentioned a guy like Marcus Harris. uh, Reports coming out. read, uh, I think it was Nathan King's story on Auburn Undercover. He he talked about how Marcus Harris continues to really, really impress coaches. So that's that's a guy um, that's also worth mentioning. J.J. Pegues, that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. What about you, Mike G.? Ah, I'm gonna go for uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a little bit of a wild card here, and I'm gonna say it's the uh, freshman receiver Dawson. Okay. So so reports out of this scrimmage were fast, athletic playmaker. Uh, Wait, so which group did he play with? People. I haven't heard anything about Dawson from the scrimmage. Was he with uh, the ones or the twos? Yeah, he was. A, he was with the second team. Okay. And impressed, and so. Uh, this for an offense that will be looking for playmakers. Again, Harson promised us competition, and so the freshman has gotten a chance to come in here and show off what he can do. And, 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 and the, the little that I heard about it sounds like he he made some moves. And you know the significance to coming in as a freshman and playing your way onto the second team is is that you're one injury away from being on the first team. So I think that he helped him. He helped himself uh, significantly. Uh, you know, as far as that second slot, a flip a coin between D. Davis and T.J. Finley. Okay, right. Yep. Quarterback play, from what I understand, left a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. Right, except for the presumed front runner is in his third year. So some of the things that we heard are not about the defense being ahead of the offense. Don't buy that narrative. Okay. Not when it not when it comes to this position, right? Some things are just quarterback things. So, uh, you know, you're supposed to be go out there and fundamentally supposed to be a staple and a leader and an example, regardless of the outcome of the play. The coaches have to look at the tape and say that guy did the right thing. Right. Now you cut him a little bit of slack because it's a new system, certainly. But um, that's why I think that the two behind him have a chance to really show that they can be the guy in case things don't go as planned over these first four games. Right. Right. One of the worst things for Auburn football in the last two years has been Bo on the road. And early they get a road test and he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to go out here and win the Heisman Zach. He doesn't. 
just needs to make the right plays like Caesar was saying, mm-hmm. make good choices, demonstrate a good understanding and handle of the offense, and don't put us in bad positions playing hero ball. Right. And we can accept that. And right. then when, when the plays are there, because the opportunities may be few and far between, depending on how well we gel, you got to make the throw. Right, that yeah. guy, the, those Malcolm Johnson's Johnson types, they're going to be open downfield. Just I knew you had to bring him eventually. I knew it was only a matter yeah. of time. That's what I got. Yeah, that's yeah. what I got. Right? Took like, twenty-seven so. minutes, but you got him in there. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So you know, hit Malcolm. Both you can hear me hit Malcolm. Right for the touchdown, and I'll I'll uh, I'll be and, on. And on his track. athleticism was never his never in question. He's an never. amazing athlete. It's yeah. just the mental aspect. If he gets that, if he gets that figured out. Going into so, the season, it's his job. Right? Yeah, sky's it's the limit. his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sky's and it can be very, very good. Absolutely, guys. Once again, tell folks uh, if they are not checking out what you guys do at the War Report, what all are they missing out on? Listen, uh, we got a ton of stuff going on, Zach. I mean, we've got uh, film reviews. Uh, we're doing a, a, a betting segment called "Betting with B Will." Okay. So if you just so happen to be on BetOnline.ag. Uh, we'll be giving some lines and some spreads and some advice and talking about some things. And, and, and so we're bringing that to our members. Uh, we're giving away tickets to every single home game this season. We're wow. giving away two tickets. Uh, we're announcing our first winner for the Akron game on, uh, on tonight's uh, live cast. Sure. And uh, we've just got so many things. Uh, you know, this, this having a platform is, you know, up to me is about giving back. Totally. And so what we want to give back is we want to give back community. Uh, we want to give it back, uh, you know, T-shirts and tickets and, and just, you know, a lot of good conversation around Auburn football. So come join us over at the War Report. We've got uh, we've got a ton of stuff going on. We're live uh, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central, and then Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central awesome. every week. Awesome. Mike G. C-Dub, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us uh, on another Locked on Auburn. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Andrew. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.